are not recording this in prime time. There has been alcohol consumed, and there is a level of sleep deprivation. Thank you for asking. I was definitely drinking during this conversation. Wait, we're giving a show to who? I wish someone had consulted me first. I specifically said that this was going to be a really bad idea. I might be producing this, but I think it's a terrible idea. Wait a second, why am I here? I can't read. I'm biased towards this not being a thing. Welcome back to the show that my mom is ashamed of. Just kidding, she hasn't listened to it. Um... Okay, uh, so back to the show. Holy moves, Batman. We have a lot going on in sports this week. Um, literally two weeks ago, I said the Packers are doing everything right, and for about a day, I thought I was wrong. The Packers have traded Devontae Adams, and here's why I still think they're doing things right. The Packers traded Devontae Adams for the, to the Las Vegas, not Oakland Raiders, for a first and a second round draft pick. Now, the Packers now have two picks in the first round. And they have an extra pick in the second round. There is a there are is is are there is are a lot of wide receivers left in the NFL draft this year. Ton of guys with a lot of talent, and a lot of them are going to drop to the second round because there's not a lot of need in the NFL for wide receivers. So here's what I need the what I need the uh, Green Bay Packers to not do as a Vikings fan. Number one, draft Chris Olave in the first round. That dude is going to be a stud. Everyone wants to talk about Jameson Williams, and yeah, he's going to be fine. But Chris Olave, I think, is going to be the top wide receiver to come out of this draft. Uh, now coming back in the second round because you're not going to take two two wide receivers in the first round. Nobody's that stupid. Not even the Green Bay Packers. Well, maybe. Uh, George Pickens and Christian Watson should both be there in the second round for the Packers, and either one of those guys is a monster. They're both about 6'4". George Pickens is physically one of the most dominant receivers in this draft class, and Christian Watson is freaky fast for a guy his size. Terrifying. Uh, I also think it'd be really funny to watch all the NDSU fans who are Vikings fans freak out because now their NDSU guy is a Green Bay Packer and they don't know what the fuck to do anymore because he's wearing green and gold, but it's the wrong green and gold. Oh my God, what are they going to do? I have no idea. Uh, in other news, this is more recent, Tyreek Hill got traded to the Dolphins for a bunch of picks. Holy crap. The Dolphins have had one of the quietly best off-seasons this year. They went out and got a left guard, Connor Williams. They got a left tackle, Taron Armstead. They got two running backs, a fullback, uh, re-signed Mike Gusecki. They got another wide receiver. No, Jalen Waddle's been here already. But here's the one thing they haven't done. They haven't protected their left-handed quarterback's blindside. No one's coming at him on the left side at all. Uh, but holy shit, is his right side exposed, and his right side is his blind side. Here's the deal. There are no longer any excuses for Tua Tagovailoa. I bet you didn't think I'd pronounce his name right either, did you, Spooner? No, he didn't. He's shaking his head no at me. Uh, Gracie's laughing at me. By the way, Gracie and Spooner are both in the studio, but they're quiet. Unlike Austin Huck, that motherfucker. Uh no more excuses for Tua. This is a make it or break it year. If he doesn't have it this year, he's not going to have it. That's just the fact. And it's not even that I'm biased against left-handed quarterbacks. I am. But it's not that. He's just not going to make it. If this isn't the year, it's not going to happen. Now, next year, C.J. Stroud is going to be in the draft. That dude is a nightmare. He's awesome. He's going to be really good. I truly believe that. Now, if he does, if Tua doesn't work out, and I don't think he will, Go get C.J. Stroud. 
Moving over to the Vikings, the good team in the NFC North, they signed Zadarius Smith to the Smith this year, yesterday or two days ago. I don't know when you're listening to this; probably a week ago by now. But you, they, the Vikings have signed Zadarius Smith, making them effectively, if he's healthy, one of the best pass rushing teams in the league this year. Led the league in sacks, and Daniil Hunter only played mm, four games. I don't even know what no, that number is. He barely played. Now, all of a sudden, you have a healthy Daniil Hunter, hopefully, a healthy Zedaria Smith, hopefully. Holy shit. That team could that team could easily lead the, lead the league in sacks again this year. I am, I don't know, 175 sacks this year? Let's call it, let's call it that number. In the NHL, Marc-Andre Fleury has been traded to the, to the Minnesota Wild. I still can't get over that because, like, in what world do the Minnesota Wild go out and get big name players? It just doesn't happen. We maybe we we drafted Kirill Kaprizov and uh, Boldy, but even that doesn't make sense to me. I just don't understand it. It scares me a little bit. I don't know how to handle this as a Viking, as a as a Minnesota sports fan. I don't know how to handle bringing in stars and having star power being brought through any other means other than. We bring them in and not, and let them get good, and then get the get rid of them. It's a weird feeling. Capo uh, Kakinen is out uh, as the wild goalie, uh, and to be honest, that's a good thing. Mark Mark Andre Fleury is going to be here for a couple of years yet, and by that time, Kakinen is just there's going to be somebody else better than him coming up through the wild organization. So, good luck to him in Seattle or San Jose or wherever the fuck he got, he went. Um, have fun. In baseball, the Minnesota Twins got Carlos Correa and Trevor Story is stuck playing second base. That's what you get for making for making it for holding out on everybody. The one team that actually wanted you to play shortstop, you wouldn't give their call, call them back. You wouldn't listen to their offers. So they went out and got someone better. And yes, Carlos Correa is the better shortstop. I wanted Trevor Story because I didn't think there was any way Carlos Correa was coming to the Minnesota Twins. And he did. Holy shit. I'm still I again star power in Minnesota. I don't understand it. It is a weird it says this isn't right. The last time we did this, it was Josh Donaldson and I mean Josh Donaldson played well. The rest of the team failed around him. Uh, shout out to the Yankees, by the way, for being stupid enough to take on that dog shit contract that we signed Josh Donaldson to so that we could pay a younger, better hitting, healthier shortstop. Uh, take Josh Donaldson, take Brent Rotvin, and take uh, Twins Twins great and, and fan favorite Isaiah Kinner-Falletta. Uh, best player to ever play for, for for under 23 hours for the Minnesota Twins. Love that guy. Twins legend forever. Um, and finally, to end the episode, well, not end the episode. There's one more thing I want to do after this. But in the NBA, the Minnesota Timberwolves are quietly, slash not so quietly, becoming my new favorite team for the dark as a dark horse. I always love the Timberwolves. They've always been my favorite team. But... Patrick Beverly is turning this team into this year's Phoenix Suns. If you remember a couple of years ago, the Phoenix Suns came out of nowhere. Nobody thought they were going to be anything, and all of a sudden they were in the NBA Finals. They lost, but they were there. The Minnesota Timberwolves have a legitimate chance. I do believe this, not just as a bias. I am biased, but I do believe this. The Minnesota Timberwolves have a chance to make a run in the playoffs. Do I think they're a Finals winner? No. Do I think they're a final team? No. Do I think they're a conference championship team? possibly now that there's a lot there's still a lot of basketball to be played to get to that point but they have already clinched a playing spot and i think they're going to make a playoff spot 
a lot can happen. A lot can happen. Now, finally, to end out this show, I am going to make a new enemy. This is my goal. I want a, I want a Twitter beef and a podcast war with this guy, uh, Bamani Jones. If you don't know him, look him up. He's the buggy-eyed fuck who used to be on the Dan Labatard show. He is a goofy-looking dude. Uh, fucking Megamind's forehead and, and a cockroach's eyes. Uh, Bamani Jones released his new show on HBO. It's a sports show that comes on after John Oliver in prime time. And the second episode of that show didn't score high enough on the ratings to be rated. Not enough people watched it for anyone to watch it. Now, this is a new segment that I'm going to try to do. I, I'm gonna, until this show and his show ends, which let's be honest, it's going to be before this one does. Um, things that have let shows that have beat Bomani Jones shows that recently beat Bomani Jones. I have a list and on this list, of course, is Dan Revere's biased. I have more lists. I have more listeners than Bomani Jones has viewers. Thank you, uh, mom. Uh, you motherfucker. I am in the middle of a session. You get the fuck out. Get out. Get the fuck out. Spooner. Not Spooner. Fuck. I'm talking to you. I'm in the middle of fucking recording. You son of a bitch. God damn it. Things that beat Bobani Jones this year. Cornhole reruns on ESPN2. That's a fact. A 2 a.m. paid pro programming. Fucking infomercials beat this dipshit. Jung. Jung. No, fuck off. Jung de la, la Lofs, what, what the fuck is that? I don't even know what that is. MLB tra- spring training, the Braves versus the Mets. The Mets fucking suck, and they beat their spring training game. Don't tell me nobody likes baseball because Bomani Jones is getting less viewers than fucking spring training, and no one gives a shit about that. By the way, Byron Buxton, if I watch you bounce off a fucking wall again in spring training, I will personally come down in there and beat your ass what in the fuck you're already injury prone dude other things that have beat that beat him this week that beat Bamani jones this week the weather channel's weekend recharge and joe gatto's tiktok account this has been an episode of dan revere's biased fuck austin huck oofta